Hello and welcome to Understanding Zero Trust, a mini-series by The Missing Link. I'm Beck May, I'm the head of marketing here at The Missing Link, and for our final episode, we'll be talking about why you no longer need a corporate network when it comes to implementing a zero trust strategy. Joining me today is Bud Illich from Zscaler. Zscaler was founded in 2007 on a simple but powerful concept. As applications move to the cloud, security needs to move there as well. Zscaler is responsible for securing more than 400 of the Forbes Global 2000 companies. And in the wake of COVID-19 has helped many companies facilitate remote working for their tens of thousands of employees. These organizations and others running some of the world's most complex networks have quickly realized the benefits of Zscaler Cloud delivered security as a service. Hi, Bud. Thanks for joining us. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Bud, can you tell us what are the main differences between Zscaler's ZTNA platform and existing network security architectures? Sure, I'd love to. I guess, you know, traditional network security architectures, applications lived in the data center, and in order to access them, you needed to be connected to those on the network to connect it. So I guess they were more network-centric methods of connecting users to the network and by extension, the applications running on it. And if users were outside of the network, they would need to remotely connect back in to be able to connect to those applications. As applications are moved away from the traditional data center and are moving into cloud-based applications, that becomes a challenge. You know, the common pitfalls of a network-centric approach is that users need to be on the network, which increases risk. If a remote user, it typically provides a poor user, end-user experience. Inbound connections create opportunity for denial of service attacks. And, you know, it requires physical appliances, firewalls, policies, etc., to live in the data center. And likewise, it doesn't allow the ability to provide application segmentation, which creates additional risk. And overall, there is a lack of visibility in terms of the applications and who's using what applications and where. Whereas the Zscaler ZTNA platform we call the Zscaler Private Access, it's a cloud-based service that provides zero trust and remote access to internal applications or applications running on any of the cloud platforms such as AWS, Google, etc. So with Zscaler Private Access, applications are never exposed to the internet making them completely invisible to unauthorized users. So users are only connecting the applications that you, the administrators set up the policies in order to be able to only connect to the applications that they're allowed to. They actually never connect onto the network and aren't able to traverse the network east and west or get anywhere else onto the network. They don't actually get an IP address when they're remotely connecting. And as a result, the only thing they can see is the application that they're allowed to see, whether it be in the application in the data center or an application that's cloud-based. How easy is it for businesses to transform to Zscaler's Zero Trust platform? So it's very simple and a secure way. Access is based on policies created by the admins. On each user device, a piece of software called the Zscaler app is installed so each endpoint that's connecting to the applications. 
The Zscaler app ensures the user's device posture and extends, we set up a secure micro-tunnel into the Zscaler cloud when a user attempts to access an internal application. So effectively, the user connects to the Zscaler cloud. The applications themselves, whether they be running in the data center or a public one of the public cloud platforms, we place a small piece of software called an app connector next to those applications. It's deployed typically as a virtual machine which extends a microtonal out to the Zscaler cloud. So the app connector actually establishes an outbound connection to the cloud and does not receive any inbound connection requests, thereby preventing any denial of service attacks. So effectively, the way it operates is similar to the old traditional telephone operators. So in order for, say, me to contact Beck, I would ring the operator. The operator would say, who would you like to contact? I'd say, I want to contact Beck. And then the operator would then connect, would talk to Beck and say, are you okay to talk to Bud? And then would stitch the two together. And that's effectively what we're doing in our, on our cloud platform, where the user with their endpoint is connecting to the cloud the application itself is a is an outbound connection, and we stitch the two together if that user has access, you know, obviously that has, have, has been authenticated and has been, as part of a policy, being provided access to that particular application. So there is never a connection from the user onto the network. It's only access to the application itself within leveraging the cloud platform. So what would you say the main benefits of Zscaler's ZTNA for organizations and users are? So there's a significant amount of benefits. The key one that most organizations are leveraging our Zscaler private access is around a better user experience. Users have seamless access across all apps and devices. Now, whether a user is actually on-premise in their head office, branch office, in a coffee shop, on the other side of the world, they access their applications the same way as, like I said, whether they're in, in, the, in the main office. And it's a seamless user experience. So the users are never, we never have to place them on the network. So as a result, it's reducing the risk of any lateral movement or any spread of ransomware. We are actually segmenting the app. Uh, we're segmenting the applications, not the actual network by leveraging micro tunnels. It also means that the whole network becomes dark and the only thing the user can access is the actual and can see is the actual application that they're allowed to. So there is no more on net or off net. A good example is we have one customer where in the banking industry, where they open their laptop and like I said, we're irrespective of where they are, they actually use, they use facial recognition as their authentication. Once they are authenticated, they just click on their application and they use that application just as they don't have to do anything different, whether they're actually in their main office or they're at home or they're in a coffee shop or on the other side of the world. And we do the, the secure connection on the back end through our cloud platform. So that user experience is much easier without having to worry about any sort of two-factor authentication with key fobs and what VPN do I connect to, etc. It's all seamless to the user and it's a much secure, I guess, platform in order to be able to access applications. 
Interesting overview there, Bud. How have companies, in your opinion, who've embraced zero trust weathered the impact of the current crisis? Look, most customers who are existing customers that were using a Zscaler private access, it was seamless for them. You know, whether they had users, whether, like I said, because irrespective of whether users in their office or actually working from home, the way that they use it is no different. And the impact has been minimal. We've had a good example of us is a great reference customer is National Australia Bank. You know, traditionally they had a VPN, which they, most organizations provide, you know, remote access via a VPN for only a subset of their users. And as a result, trying to expand that to all the users would require a significant amount of additional VPN infrastructure and time to take to build that all out. Whereas, you know, that was with National Australia Bank, they were in the same scenario where they had access to, you know, they provided access to about five to 6,000 users at any one time that could come in and connect via VPN. When this whole coronavirus hit and everyone had to work from home, all of a sudden, you know, 30,000 users had to work from home. So in order to be able to provide access for 30,000 users, it was either a case of buying more infrastructure and setting it all up and taking time to, to set it up, a significant amount of time, or leveraging our cloud-based platform, ZTNA platform, and being able to make that seamless. So they, NAB, for example, within, within less than four weeks, they were able to get you know, in the vicinity of 30,000 users onto the platform with minimal impact to the users in terms of, you know, working from home. So other organisations who had already deployed Zscaler private access didn't even recognise that there was a problem in terms of working from home. So we did have a recent CXO roundtable where we had a customer on there talking about it and they didn't notice it in terms of, users still being able to be effective, irrespective of whether they're in the office or, you know, working remotely. How does embracing Zscaler's ZTNA deliver a work-from-anywhere workforce? So as I explained earlier, it provides minimal impact to the workforce. Users, whether they're on the network inside an office or they're working from home, the way that they access their applications is no different. There's no more on network or off net. So to the point where going back to, for example, National Australia Bank, within their new offices, they're now looking to remove, you know, the blue cable and not having users have to connect, you know, when they're in the office to actually connect to the corporate network. They can still connect to public Wi-Fi and still use their applications no different than if they actually plugged in a blue cable and connected to their corporate network. So effectively, potentially eliminating the need for a corporate network. Otherwise, you, you still do need a corporate network for some things such as printing, etc. However, for the user connecting to their applications, it's seamless irrespective of whether they're, you know, working from home or whether they're actually in the office. And irrespective of how many users an organization has, it doesn't impact in terms of an organization doesn't have to build additional infrastructure within their, in their data centers to be able to accommodate that. Whereas because we're a cloud-based service, you know, we have that 
scalability to be able to bring on hundreds of thousands of users. Another example is Siemens globally rolled out to 300,000 users again in weeks compared to, you know, if you were trying to build that and to do that using traditional VPN infrastructure within a data center would take a significantly longer amount of time. Thank you for tuning into Understanding Zero Trust. For our listeners, if you would like any further information, you can visit our podcast page at themissinglink.com.au, which can be found via the show notes. If you've liked this podcast, don't forget to rate it and give us a review. I'm Beck Nay. I've been your host. Thanks for listening.